the Volba brings in the Hakdama, the beginning of the Catholic Bays, so he has a small section called Darkeno Bibisus Ha'anyanim, explaining the approach how we use to explain this, this safer should work. So, there's people like me who actually read those things. He brings over here from the morale. Morale says the following. It says we, d- we divide up all of Shas, let's say, between two sections. There's there's Shmaitza, Hilchasa, and then there's Agadatha. So he discusses how, you, how do you know if something is Hilchasa or Agadatha. He says if the Rift quotes it, it's Hilchasa. If the Rift doesn't quote it, it's, it's Agadatha. So there are things which we would assume are Gadata. The fact that Rif quotes it indicates that it's Hilchasa. Okay, now he points out that you learn Hilchasa and Gadata differently. He quotes the morale. The morale says that the correct approach to learn Hilchasa is Derek Shakla Batari. You have a conversation. Yes, the Kashmir will come here. You say, well, the Hilchasa like this. The that can't be because it doesn't fit over here. You go back and forth in a Hebrew setting or yourself till you clarify the point. Looking at all the relevant the relevant Gemaras back and forth, we you finally get a clear understanding of what this is about. And he says that the way you learn a Gadotah is not like that. And that's why the more says that's why Khazal you can't ask any questions. Because the way you learn it is not through questions. Okay. So now that we know what it's not. What is it? Yes. So he says, well, the two Mahalchim, how to understand a Gadotah? This one Mahalach is based on Kabbalah, Apisoid. And Soid is a, is a source to, to understand a Gadotah. He says, we're not going to use that, that Mahalach in the Sefer. But then there's another Mahalach. So he says, over from the Alta from Kellum. The Alta from said, he says it in, in, in Hebrew. I'm, I'm guessing pretty much that the Alta Kelm probably said it in Yiddish. So he says that the Marmar Chazal is a Zovi Ashteren, it's like a star. And Musr is the telescope which allows you to see the star. Okay. So, what does he mean? So, I'll tell you, one time, one time I was learning a piece from the Bali Musr. It's not limited to him, but I happened to take this thought process through when I was learning this point. I was learning a piece in Arya Cheskel. We quote a Chazal, and he says that the, the, the point of Chazal, Chazal teaching us, teaching us a Yusoid in Bagaiva, the Midas of Gaiva. I remember thinking to myself that I don't see that Smukhrot that he's talking about, talking about Gaiva. I can understand it, talking about other things besides Gaiva. So, how did the Rukhatskul, why is he assuming, and how did he know that the point over here is Gaiva? And then it hit me like this. Imagine a person spent years working on Gaiva. He worked on himself, he uprooted his meat as a Gaiva, he learned to understand what is Gaiva, what's not Gaiva, what are the challenges of Gaiva, how you overcome Gaiva. He did. He spent a large part of a vote as a working on that Indian. All of a sudden, he comes to this Maimur Chazal, and the Chazal Mamish talks to him, and the Chazal are clearly sending a message about Gaiva to him. 
comes along, a person who's never worked on Gaiva, and says, hey, I can learn this because I was talking about something else, and I have a right from a Gemara over here, and I have a Kashim over here, and I have a Pirch over here, and this over here. The guy says, like, you know, I'm going to prove to you it's daytime. And I have Raya's, and Kashim, and Gemara, and Child, and it's daytime. But the mice is not daytime, it's, it's daytime. This is not a Gaiva. Right? If you have a telescope, you look at the star. It's a star. I'm not clear. It's a star, really. It's a, it's a plane. You know, like I look at the telescope. I tell you, it's a star. Ah, uh, you don't see a star because you don't have light. You don't have the glasses to see the star. You don't have the telescope. There's no such thing as understanding something in Torah without Harvanya. Nothing in Torah to really understand it without, it's not shy without Harvanya. The oifin of Harvanya. The oifin of Harvanya. In Limud Hilchasa, is in the sugya. You learn the sugya. You learn once. You learn it twice. You start asking questions. You start understanding it. You have a kasha here. You have a kasha there. You have a kasha from other gemaras. You say mahalach. You slug it up. You mean rayas. You work through the sugya. The ayver setting agadata is also with hervanya, but the hervanya is in the mensh, not in the ma'amar chazal. And when you, the mensh, are oiskarbit. And you, the, the, the Havanya is there, you'll understand the Chazal. And if not, you're not going to understand the Chazal. So I said this over, I don't know how many years I said this over once. Somebody asked me, like, Ravarin, Friday morning cheer, it's, it's Kashas and Terutzim and Rayas, and it's, it's Mamash. He says, You don't get it. That's not how Ravarin prepares the Shmuz. Ravarin starts with a, 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 a Yusoid which speaks to him. And as it speaks to him, he sees a place where Taka fits. That, that's what Chazal is talking about. Then he thinks backwards. And now that that's true, I understand some of the points about Chazal as well. And then he presents it to you, not backwards, but forwards. Okay, well, I have questions A, B, C, D. But, now, but that's, not how you, that's not how you prepare it. That's how you present it. But the way you prepare it is by, in, in the mensch, by understanding a Yisoyed, understanding a concept and seeing how that's what Chazal was talking about. And now it gives you greater insight into that point. So I said over the following. I said over the following. I heard this Machshavah from, from Rebrev, the Zichlid Rachel. We have left Torah, Parshish Vayero, the story of the Shanamis. So let's expand the story of the Shanamis a little bit. So Elisha comes to the city of Shunem, and there's a woman over there, Isa Shunamis, who arranged that she was, she was a Sadekis, and he felt comfortable going there, and she arranged a special place for him to stay, and she gave him all of his needs. And he felt, of course, a toiv. He wanted to give something back to her. So he asked her, what do you need? She says, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Now, because I'll say that this, this Isha Shunamis was the sister of Isaga Shunamis. You learn Malachim, you're getting Malachim, he's, he's getting old, and he, can, he, he can't hold body heat anymore because one time he didn't, he, he was misused the begotten of Sholem so therefore he was punished. The begotten were not warm anymore. So they found an Isha Sachenis to warm him, Avishag. So this Isha Shunamis, because I'll say, was the sister of, of Isha Shunamis. Now there's a 300 year gap between the two of them. So this woman was, you know, she was like, oh, at least 250, 300 years old. Right? 
the Pasuk says that Gehazi says to, so Elisha says to Gehazi, is there anything I can do for her? She says, you know, she has no children and her husband's old. So I don't know, she's 300, he was like 400, I don't know, okay. So the nice old couple over here, they, don't have, they have no children. So Elisha davens that she should have a child. And they have a child, the child grows up, becomes a tie, becomes, goes out to the kaitsim, and he has this headache, and he dies. And she decides that she's going to go to Alicia to complain. She goes to Alicia, she complains, I didn't ask for a child, you gave me the child, now to lose that child, is, 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 you can't do this to me. So, Alicia sends Gechazi to do Tchiz and Gechazi didn't listen, fine, Alicia comes, he goes up to, the, he sees the child over there, and he, he accomplishes Tchiz HaMesim. There's a woman, she's 300 years old. She finally has a child. The child dies. She's like, have Tchiz HaMesim, the child comes back to life. Alicia calls Gechazi and says, go, 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 go call her in. She comes upstairs. It's an Aliyah. She comes upstairs and she sees that her child is alive. Okay. So what's the Pazak say she does? She goes in. She's Mishtachabet to Alicia. She takes her child and she leaves. So the is, what will we do? You go to the child and you smother him with kisses and you hug him. And you held them tight for five, ten minutes. And you say, Oh, thank you, Rabbi, so much, thank you so much. And you walk out. Pastor doesn't say that. Pastor says, She went in. She bows to Alicia. And she says, Thank you. And then she goes to her child and she takes her child. So, without any saying Shilatara, what is the Pastor telling me? You understand what it means, a Karsatai. The Karsatai was so in, important to her. It was so ingrained in her. It was so innate in her that the first thing you do is you say thank you before you go to your child. You now, after 300 years of life, that you lost and he died, and now the schism amazed him. And first you say thank you before you go to your child. That's what a curse of is. That's what he said. Now, I've learned that passage before. I've learned, I've learned the Haftarah before, you know. Both at my seat, both over here. And I never had that horror. You don't have to say a shikal Torah along this, but the state and Pasuk. I mean, it's a mamash, the state and Pasuk. Like an awesome you said, the state and Pasuk. How come I didn't see it? How come he saw it? So I was listening to a different shmooz from him, a different time. He talks about a curse of he talks about I don't remember exact details of the Maisa that one time his mother asked him to go and take care of something for this, 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 this some year. and being a teenage young man uh, he wasn't necessarily so enamored of the idea so he's at home he said why? and why? he says that kid Zayda did a favor for our Zayda and we have to have a curse of type to him, so you have to go help him. So he, 
you know, that's that this Yitzeda helped our Zeda. Right? A curse of time. I, I, the teenager, have to step off my chair, bed, couch, right, to go help this person because his Zeda helped my Zeda. So he made a comment that he's not doesn't really see the the, the need for that. She said, "Do this You are not my son anymore. I don't have anything to do with you." But that, that's your attitude. You're not my son. She says, My son is a curse of That's what he says. If that's how you're trained, what a curse of means, you'll see that in the Posik. If you're not, Posik doesn't speak to you. You don't see it. It doesn't jump off the page and scream at you. Because you're not, you didn't arbit on the void of, of, of a curse of So Musser is the, the avoidance of Musser is the telescope which allows you to see it. When I'm looking at the telescope, I see the I see the you know, I see I see the craters. I don't see, there's no craters on the moon. I'm telling you, there's no crater. I don't see any craters on the moon. Well, look at the telescope. You see craters. I don't see any craters. Must be it's not true. I'm telling you, those black things are really something else. Like, you know, that, that's that's the Shlishkin Shakavatariya. I'm telling you, this Chazal is talking about whatever. This positive whatever. You know, you work on the meter, you'll see what it's talking about. One of the things that I learned is the Talmud. We were talking about this recently a little bit with somebody. That part of Shemesh Tzvin is to see the godless of the Talmud up close and really see what they're like. It's also the part of Shem Shem is allowed to us to see them as human beings. They're not infallible, they're not perfect. And they're still working with still with the When you see a person from a distance, it becomes very black and white. A person's Tamachalam and Sadiq, he blew up one time, Ois Tamachalam, Ois Sadiq, Ois Gobel. It's all or nothing proposition. You get to know a person intimately. You realize the tremendous godless there, and he's not perfect. And he, he has ups and he has downs, and he has a, he has the kishlaynas, and he has challenges. And sometimes he's successful, sometimes he's not successful. That doesn't take away from the godless of the person. So why am I telling you all of this? I'm still stuck on last week's schmooze. I got a phone call uh, Thursday, Friday. Somebody spoke about what happened in Pittsburgh, and he said that uh, this person calls me that he heard somebody speak about it. You know, spoke about what happens, the people it happened to, they deserve it should happen to them because of their errors, etc., etc., etc. So the person who's calling me, there's a reason why he's calling me, right? They didn't call Rabbi X. Because he says, "Am I like off my rocker? That, that that doesn't make any sense." I said, "No, I don't think so. I think you're I think you're right." He says, "So how can I respect this person anymore?" Suppose he's a talmud Suppose he's a, you know he's a, a, a very chashur person. I can't respect him anymore. So I said to him, "You know, listen. There are there, there are there are poiskim." Who were poiskim in the culture cooler? 
you, you, you look at these the swarm they have for the modern the modern swarm in halacha. So they're very a lot of them are very very specific. You know, there's hilchos ma'adani kelchasa. You know, like something like that. You know, like you know, it's three hundred pages about how to say ma'adani. You know, it's, it's very very specific type of thing. The back of all of these swarm. Like the five hundred page safer, they have the questions they ask from Shemazalman, they ask from Yashiv, etc. So it means this person spent two or three years working on Erev Tevshilin. He wrote every, he worked, he knows everything about Erev Tevshilin. He goes, to the, he goes from Yashiv, Yashiv answered all of his questions about Erev Tevshilin. Okay, good. The next person has a Shiloh Hakain. Rabbi has all those questions also. And then, you have to realize, after like, you know, thinking about 50 of those swarm, Rabbi Yashiv was a book, you know, more of a book in, in all of those things than any of these people were. Who just spent three years working on it? Okay, you know, but uh, there's quite fine poskim which can't do that. You know, you know that you can ask him Chesh Mishpachayilus, you can ask him Ebenezer, you know, you're there, but maybe Ebenezer, like you know, they're not paskin agunas. Okay, he's he this area does he has other expertise. Right, Gunas it says with Eretz Shabbat Pesach Shuvah that you know, only the only the Gdalei Ador should pass in the Gunas Shabbos. Okay, he's not. Ois Tamachachem, but Ois Tamachachem. That's a mixture that he wasn't. He, he didn't master yet. So you know what the the the, the of Musar is also mixture. This person didn't master that that mixture yet. One day, Bezer, he will. It means that area he doesn't have yet. So the person said, but this is so, so basic, it's so elementary, that it's, it, 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 you can't say, he hasn't mastered Musr. Like, that doesn't make sense to him. I said, he's a Tamachachim and he hasn't mastered Ebenezer yet. I, I get that, you know. Right? He's a Tamachachim but he hasn't mastered Olive Bays yet. Something funny in that sentence, you know. Nowadays, you can learn a lot of things in English. You don't really know Alabay, so you can be a Baki and Kultur Kula with not knowing Hebrew. No. Sagatenisht. You know, you got to learn it in the original, you know, for some strange reason, right? Learning it in English just doesn't do it, right? So you're learning Chumash, right? You're learning Chumash, and the Chumash is not teaching you the Yusadis, it's supposed to be teaching you. You're not copying what a Karsatayv is, you're not copying what Chesed is, you're not copying. So I said no. I don't. I don't think that your sushta to 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 Alva base is not a sushta. If that's what has a a haora, now I can't say this because my sister Chazal said not with me. But but to me it's still it's it's it's, it's strong Nakuda. I don't, I don't, you know, again, I'm going to say it for the shock, for the shock effect, even though, because I'll say I'm wrong, so. I'm not. If you ask me which one of the ten Nisyarnas is the greatest Nisyarn for Ramavinu, the moment of Ramavinu's greatest godless, it was Dominic first time. You have a clarity of a moon and a Baruch Hu, and you understand that, that, that you need to bring the world to recognize a Kodesh Baruch. And you're working person by person to bring them to Akara to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and that you feel is your mission in life. And there's 
a corresponding team working against you. And finally, Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I'm going to destroy them and get rid of them. And now you can mamash, spread the moon of a Kaddish Baruch Hu and the whole Bria. Nobody's going to stop you. This is it. You can go from having 10,000 followers to having 10 million followers. You can spread it over the whole civilized world. The only thing stopping you is these group of people, and I'm going to destroy them because they're horrible people, and they deserve to be destroyed. I say, Baruch Hashem, let's make a party. He says, please save them. So Rudesha writes this question. He says, it's almost a chil Hashem. These people are a chil Hashem. So you're davening for a chil Hashem. The Bershel should keep people which are being mechara from the Gadev. You're there, Constantly, you're davening that you should continue to exist. So Bershel says, hey, excuse me. I said that these people push at their moments, they're bizarre to my name, they're bizarre to the world, they're bizarre to me, they spit in my face every single day. You're saying, Roberto, please keep them. What's your, wrong? What's your problem, Avram? You say, Chaste Hashem. Bavod Rishon Rina, I'll begin your posting even. Posting Mishlai, Bavod Rishon Rina. You're supposed to be my wish, not even, not, you know, Simcha, but Rina. Avram Rina says, Chas Fisholem. Right? Like, wow. What's the shot? Chazal said he was mama, she was he was he was cautious against the Kodesh Boroku. To do chesed to the people who don't deserve chesed is the biggest is the biggest challenge. So doing a chesed Slapping a, a rav into your house, that's, that's a matrega. Right? Giving them to, a, a, a lush, and each one got their own behemoth shechted for them. I admit, that's, you know, it's pretty, you know. I don't what, it was a desert, right? it was Chamayon. So what happened to the rest of them? He did, rotted. So you took a gatsa behemoth to give a person a t- his own tongue. You ever saw the size of a tongue? From a, from a, it's like, it's God's fine. Like, you, know, you can feed two people on a tongue. Each has to get their own tongue. And throw, and throw the rest of the meat? Psh! Chesed! No. That's a dragon. That you should dive for the person who's your arch enemy. And the arch enemy of everything you believe and you stand for. And you, you see your life's mission, and he's the guy in the way. Because your life's mission is chesed. And there's no greater chesed than the chesed for the person who doesn't deserve chesed. I, the Chil Hashem, so that's says, not a Chil Hashem. Because some are drinking Sakhil Hashem. But deep teef teef, what is it saying? That the Bershom is such a Balchesed, you can do a Chesed even to these people. The Bershom is limitless. But he's limitless. So there's a Morris and Hedron. Doesn't support Morris and Hedron. There's a Morris and Hedron. The Morris says the story with Manasha. Manasha was not, you know, was, was Manasha Melech. The Morris says, you don't chapter, don't chapter with Manasha Melech because the Morris says the story with the Rashi, you chapter with Manasha Melech. He came to the dream. I'm not chapter with Manasha Melech. He's not going to come to me in the dream. I'm not, I'm not even worthy of his notice. Okay? Not worried about it. Right? The Morris says, Manasha Melech was over about his He killed Yeshaya Novi, his Eidah. He killed the Gadolador, the, the, the Novi, he killed him. Okay? The Morris says that he took every single safe Torah in Eretz Israel. 
and cut, and cut out every name of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, the Shem Hashem, in every Sefer Torah, and replace it with the name of a Zor. That's dedication. You know, that's like, and it's not that that's not a nine, that's not a ten fifteen to 11, 12, 11, 40 for Seder. That's the call of, you know, day and night. He's 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 mustered to, to every single Sefer Torah in Eretz the same term that Moshe Benu wrote, they hid, they shouldn't get his hands on it. And that's the same way the Yoshio and Melech finds that Iran opens up to the Taifa. The Gizers HaKurban was because of Anash. After 22 years, Melech Bubble comes and takes him and takes him up to Bubble and he sticks him into an po- iron pot. And he lights the fire underneath him. So he calls up to every single Getschka in the world. Save me. And none of them save him. Finally, he says, You know, I remember I was a little kid, I learned in Cheder, Pesar Lechom and Sucha, Dabin the Kodesh Baruch, the Russian answers you. Like after all the Vodazoras. So, the Malachim and Shemaim are not very happy with this chutzpah of him. So they shut all the windows in Shemaim that his fill should not come in. Comes when Asher, when Asher says, Rabbi if you don't answer me, you're the same as all the Vodazoras. Kalap and Shavin. You're just, you're just like them. The Marsha makes a chatira, Tachos Kisya Kavad, except his tefillah, sends a wind, pulls him out of the pot, from Bubble back there to Israel, and he's developed for another 33 years. What's with the Katfila? What's he saying? He's saying, Rabbi if you if you are limited, that you can't do chesed, one doesn't deserve it, so you're like, you're big about you're bigger you're limited, all of are limited, bigger and smaller, you're also limited. If you're truly a Kodesh Baruch Hu, ain't safe, there's no limit to your chesed. It's a Kiddush Hashem. Rabbi says you can do chesed even to, 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 in, to, even to start next. I, I, now, did the Rambam like to start? Did he like these people? He stood against them. They're my enemies. I hate them. And I'll save them. Because they're human beings, I have to save them. A human being can have multiple emotions. They're both, both valid. The more says, we mentioned the more in Tainus, the more says that the Kiba was, was rock, Sochak Ubocha. This woman comes in, to, to, her goal is to seduce him, to me, Machshel and Avera, and Mela, damage Kla Yisrael. First response is rock, Mias. All this, stuff, this physical stuff comes from the Tipa Srucha, that's Mias. Sochak, he saw Ruchakadish, eventually she's going to become a Giyaris and marry him. Ubacha, he cries about the beauty which is going to eventually end up in the, in the, in the dirt. He's rock because it's me, it's disgusting, and he's Bacha because this beauty is going to end up in the. Like, what does that mean? So it tells the Rav says, a human being can have multiple emotions at the same time. And they're both enemies. That's Godless Adam. So somebody else came and asked me, says, you know, Rebbe, I feel bad for the loss of life. But these people are undermining my Yiddishkeit. These people belong to a group which not, not just that they that they're, if what they're saying is true, what they're pushing is true, what they're trying to accomplish is true, it's going to hurt my Yiddishkeit. So I don't feel brotherly love to them. I feel bad for the loss of life. I said, good. I'll I, I tell you, my son, you know, I'm about Shuvah. Maybe it's because I'm about Shuvah. Person that Bachar here learns from the high school years and years back came a chassam Baruch Hashem, His parents came for Shabbos. So, some came a chassam. You give the father a hug, hug him, kiss. 
Somebody told me that I can't hug him. He says, why? He's on Chalva Shabbos. I can't hug him on Chalva Shabbos. I just can't do it. I feel happy for him and I feel simple for him. I just can't hug him on Chalva Shabbos. Now this person is from a family who had Messiah's Nefesh for Shemir Shabbos in America in the early, early 1900s. And they lost job after job after job. And it was Angeflantz and that Mishpacha Shemir Shabbos. I, I, I'm so happy for him. I just I can't do it. I cannot do it. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm lacking, I'm lacking sensitivity. I said to myself, I don't know. I was very comfortable hugged the person. I'm happy for him. I had such a simple Baruch Hashem, Maybe both are supposed to be true. You know, I, I'm supposed to hug him, but I also feel like I, I have no time as a person. He's a tinnitus for all day. But the mice said this person has taken the crown of the Baruch and trampled on it. So came in the stone. So are you gonna are you are you gonna build Yiddishkeit by screaming Shabbos Shabbos by the court and throwing stones? No, because first of all the stones are muksa, it's also the stone stones. But okay, that's the size of the stone. Right. The, of the stones, it's not it doesn't work, the stone doesn't work, it's clear You have to mice you have to paint them before Shabbos. Right? Shabbos is supposed to hurt us. We see Khil Shabbos is supposed to hurt. And we're supposed to have the madrega that even so we can, we can still feel the pain of the other person and, and love them anyway. That's a Ramavino. That's godless to Adam. You know, I'm not there yet. So now what? So what happens? So some people veer this way. Some people veer that way. Am I any better than him? We both have challenges. Learning the Musa to be, making us the Adam Gadol, which we're allowed to be able to have the balance properly, to have both valid emotion and both true perspectives at the same time, that's an avoid of a lifetime. That a person is taking something which the Torah says is a toeva and practicing it and making it something which is celebrated in a shul is a painful thing. That that person should be gunned down because he's a Jew is a painful thing also. I should have both emotions. That that person died a violent death, the Gomorrah is in heaven, it's a kapora, he should be to have a kapora. Okay, this is Hashem. I told you the Maestro from the Altar of Kalm last week that, that he was in pain for the, law, the, death, the death of Peretz Smolenskin, one of the most rabid anti terror individuals of his generation. Didn't mean that the Dalton McCallum didn't stand up against him and fought against him and and did what he had, had to take had to do to say that he's wrong and he had tremendous pain about the covenant terror. He also had tremendous pain for the Nasham at the same time. That's Dalton McCallum. He's an Oiska Halton the Mensch. He was able to he's Oiska Arbit the Mensch. He was able to do it. To have both elements. It's an avoid of a lifetime. So you know, I I tend more towards. The, the Vecha side. Okay, so I'm a sweet guy. I like hugging people. This guy has a stronger, he tends more towards the, the starker guy taking, taking positions. Okay, so I'm better than him. felt like a Musser. He's going to Tamachachim. He's always Tamachachim. Always connect. Title taken off. Rip it off the, the label. Last week's label, the label, right? I voted today. Right? Your vote. Right? Your vote. Right? All right. Because he's not sensitive to somebody's pain. That's it's, it's an issue. It's an issue. 
Maybe I'm always telling because I'm not sensitive to, to, to the pain of the, of the Torah and to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. I don't know. I'm not judging somebody. That's for sure not. But what's the answer? Both are true. How do you do that? Go to Kasha. A human being can do that. How do I do that personally? You work on it. How do you work on it? What is the most... How, does it, how, does it, how can you learn the Torah? And the Torah is going to give you that message that this clearly is how you're supposed to look at something and you have that clarity of what is a Muslim. Not just learning Muslim, but working on yourself. And then you'll see clearly that there's this, these, these tremendous messages over here. And yes, and some of them are going to be a stero. And running a little bit later, so I'll tell you then, you know, I, have, I have my favorite story about the, about the uh, color war syndrome, but I'm not going to get involved in that. But at least what Rebaran told me, get all the Gamaisa. That there was a fellow there in the mirror. He was in the mirror. This fellow was very. He was a procrastinator. Clear. Procrastinator. And, you know, it would take such a long time to make up his mind and deliberate and deliberate and deliberate and deliberate and deliberate. So, he goes to Chaim Shabbos and gives a shmuz about Pachas Kamal Toyser. It's important to be deliberate, don't just run into things and you have to. Shouldn't just jump and make decisions. He says, "Ah, crime said I'm right." <laughs> he said, "You should be able to look deliberate. If you want to find a validation for your mahalach, because that's what you're naturally inclined to, you can find a validation for whatever you want in the Torah. Because that's what you're naturally inclined to. Beautiful. That's very nice. That's not Torah. Getting a, that's getting a rubber stamp on your back that you're wonderful." Because I remember he used to go to the Kotzker and the Kotzker would give him Starka Musser. One time the Kotzker was, was just was so overwhelmed with with with, with he gave him a hug. The, 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 the Rim said, I'm not, not never coming back. He says, I don't need a Rebbe gives me hugs. Any Rebbe gives me Musser and gives me Patrick. You know what? We need Rebbe that gives us hugs also. But once in a while you should get a Patrick also. Okay, very good.